Everybody, to another episode of the Dirty Slides Podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. What it is, Joe. It is a studio now. It is a studio. We don't have the light on because we're not we're not we're live not, on we're, YouTube. We're not live on YouTube, but, but you I know still how have to do, two TVs. I know how to do that now, so we can go live on YouTube. Oh, R- amazing. Ruther, Ruther taught me. Amazing. But today we're in a bit of a rush because you've got to get home to host a NBA Finals Game 6 watch party. Fuck yes. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling... How did you feel about... I mean, I put that video up on you, and and I feel like you felt that you're like, what am I... I'm not... At this point, I'm allowed to have any video I want of me on the internet. Yeah, sure. You don't give a fuck. No. No. I mean, that's how I felt in the moment. (laughs) You're like, gonna stab dudes in the eye? I was like, I don't want to fight these, these dudes with Toronto you. You're like, I don't want to fight them either, but I will stab that dude in the eye, <laughs> and then I'll punch that dude. That'll be two of them. Yeah, you, I had a whole battle plan. At mapped one point, out. you had a battle plan mapped out, and you're mm-hmm. like, you basically were like, I'll take four of them. You have to take two of them. Yes. And you specifically told me the two. I was going to stab one and then hit one with a bottle, and, and then, then and then fight the two others while fight I two fought others, two others, and then you handle whatever yeah. is left, whatever is left of that murder. Scene. I'm now rooting for. The Warriors. The Warriors to just make it to a game seven because I want. I mean, you got to. The more Andy, like the more hyped up you are for the whole thing, I'm the gonna more be fun I tonight. have. I'm going to be hyped tonight. So you should come over. <clears throat> Ruther, you should come over too. If you'd like. I don't know if you've got, you know, I know you got a lot of. Well, I know right you got to get back to your place. So we're going to, yeah. we're going to, we're going to tear right into it. Let's get to it. Big Poppy was shot in the Dominican Republic. Shot in the back, man. And, like, the video, I mean, I'm sure you guys have discussed this, but it looked like it was, like, a daytime cafe, not a nightclub. I know. Everybody's been saying that he was out, like, clubbing. And what I said on the Dirty Sports. He was out eating Mofongo. Yeah. What I said on the Dirty Sports is don't go any places that still have those plastic outdoor chairs. (laughs) Like, if you're a millionaire, no more eating at outdoor cafes that are connected to dance halls (laughs) while you're fucking drug dealers' wives. So that is what everybody thinks. It's that Poppy fucked. The story at first was that a, a cop, he was fucking a cop's wife. Yeah. Which, like, is there any way that some, like, Dominican cop has a hot enough wife for Big Poppy to be fucking? And then it was always oh, fucking a drug dealer's wife, and the drug dealer paid some cops to, like, be a part of the procedure. I, I mean, it looked like the... Uh the hitman was a young guy. He, I mean, was aggressive like, to call him a hitman, right? The gunman. Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's call him. Let's call him the gunman because yeah. he did have a gun. Yeah, we don't know if he was a hired gunman, which would be a hitman. We just know he had a gun and he shot him point blank in the back. Yeah, I think he was hired, so I guess technically that makes him a professional That's, hitman. Yeah, but I think they should have hired think he a guy got paid with beforehand with, ex- with experience. Yeah, right, right, because he went up to. Big poppy, big guy, hard to miss. Hard to miss. In a cafe. Yeah. Shot him from behind. Almost point blank. Didn't kill him. Got the shit beat out of himself. 
Yeah, what was the plan there? Because it looked very haphazard. I'm saying not a plan. He did not have a plan. He's, he's not exactly uh, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Betty. <laughs> he's one of the guys. He's like he's one of the guys that more Barry. Like Noho Hank. He's like one of the guys that Barry uh, tried to train. Right, right. Betty's going to tell you what to do. <laughs> he's like, okay, Betty, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it was. It was really, um, I, I don't want to call it shocking because it is the DR. Right. But Poppy is a god. And you shot God in the back. Yeah. And it went through his uh, liver and then through his stomach. It was brutal. And then, like, um, somebody else, like another one of his buddies got shot in the leg. And um, Poppy was like, I'm not getting fixed here in the DR. I'm going right to Boston. Yeah. So he got fixed up in the DR. But oh, then, did? like, then the it was when he was out of critical, right? Sent to Boston, yeah. Which is funny because like, there's no way Boston has the best hospital, right? There's definitely a better hospital than that. But he's like, I want to go where the people love me. <laughs> I want to go be where everybody knows my name. It's got to be better than San Puppy! Pedro de Macorís. Yeah. <laughs> they just wheeled him into Cheers. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. What are you having? What are you having, Poppy? Um, my fungal. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any possibility that this is like should have saved the Red Sox season? That he was never actually shot, that that's all doctored video. <laughs> that who's he's behind fine, it. That who's, he's fine. Who's behind this this uh this fake shooting then? The Red Sox. Just the Red Sox? Yeah, just, just you know Jackie the, Bradley the powers Jr. that be. No, yeah. like the you know, John Henry John Jr. Henry. or whatever the fuck his name is. He doesn't seem to me like a guy who's like thinks outside the box that much maybe one of the uh new i feel age. like if he hired billy bean as his gm maybe one of the new age math guys yeah like, right? like some paul podesta like intern came in and was like our what problem you know i've looked at the math Poppy. and the problem is uh this the world series hangover yeah no one cares how do we make people care again we could shoot poppy and he's like mm, i kind of like, like it, it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hard to miss how have the Red Sox been since? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't checked. No we'll, idea. We'll go around the league in right. a minute and we'll check it out. Um, I We have a couple of other uh, headlines to talk about. Then we'll take a quick look around the league and then we'll slide into the DMs, which we have a lot of. The other one I want to talk to you about is this uh, minor league game in which somebody bunted in the ninth to break up a no-hitter. I heard about this. Causes, causes benches to clear. It should. Now in the minors, like I mean, what's what's your opinion on like? First of all, it's a minor league. It's a no minor hitter, league game, but if it right? was a fucking high school no hitter, that would be bullshit. Yeah, you know, if it was a little league no hitter, that would be bullshit. But like when you're in the when you're in the little league, and when even when you're in high school, was it a bases loaded bunt? No, it was a bases empty, empty bunt. bunt with yeah. like two outs. With like I think one out in the ninth. It's filthy, dude. Yeah. It's filthy. It's, it's definitely a it's definitely like a gross um move. But then like the question becomes like they're still sort of like you're still trying to win the game a little bit, right? I guess. I mean, does anybody care who comes in first place in the minor leagues ever? No. No. I mean, I guess you get rings. Uh so Double A matchup between the Hartford Yard Goats and the Trenton Thunder went to the ninth inning with a com also a combined no hitter intact. 
Oh, that changes things a little bit. After recording the first out of the final inning, Trenton's Matt Lipka stepped to the plate, and he broke out a gem of a bunt for an infield hit. Uh, Harfer would hold on to win 3 nothing in a one-hitter. The team predictably took exception with Lipka's bunt. Benches would clear at the end of the game, but little beyond a bunch of shouting, which is, by the way, every baseball fight right, now. Right, exactly. I didn't know it was a combined no-hitter. I don't feel as strongly about it now that it's a combined no-hitter. You know, also because it's not personal. It's like, you know, if you have two or three pitchers, you just happen to be on that night. Also, three nothing is a is a bunt and a walk and a bomb yes. away from a tie game. True, true. Now, if it was one guy who was eleven the nothing, the whole time, if it was yeah. eleven nothing, that's that's kind of horseshit. I don't, I don't. Now that I know that that it was a combined no hitter, um, I don't have near as much of a problem with it we also have i think we have i a, might not have called that though we have a basis we have a baseball problem in the the bench clearing nothing happening i agree thing that I that's agree. going on um this transition nicely into we've already talked about it off the air but max muncie got the better of your boy mad bum great line he, <laughs> he told he, to go run and get it in the ocean get it out of the ocean <laughs> I still take exception with Max Muncy's lack of geographical knowledge and how waterways in San Francisco work. Uh, yeah, it is not the ocean. It is the bay. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a man-made cove off the bay. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, he essentially hit it into a sewer. Yeah. <laughs> go get it out of the sewer. What? Or the ocean. Whatever. Dude, if you told him to go get it and go get it out of the sewer, that'd be even, even better. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's and like, more correct. Not only I hit a bomb, but your city fucking stinks. Hey, go full Ninja Turtles and Get that shit out of the sewer. <laughs> Make like Shredder. Get that shit out of the sewer. Um, yeah, and then, but now the thing is, just we have tons of of benches emptying. When's the last time you saw somebody fucking throw a punch in a baseball game? Uh, Rofed Odor. Yeah, yeah. The, I I think that's the only real punch that's ever really connected. I mean, Nolan Ryan. There was a bunch of rabbit punches on the head. It, yeah. It wasn't like a haymaker. Odor was a fucking haymaker. Yeah. Oh, it was a great shot. But, like, what is the... I mean, you're you're still getting out there for the gaze, although I know you're injured. Mm-hmm. Um, how often do benches clear in the gaze league? I got to imagine fairly often. I feel like we've got what, one, like... One, one a year? One a year, one every two years. I'm trying to remember is our anybody last one. ever... A, like oh, I mean, we've got one people? on film. We've got one on film. I forgot about that. Is there punches thrown? Um, the only time punches were thrown was the one we have on film, which you can check out on my YouTube channel. It's called Never Nude. And um, the video is called Never Nude? Yeah. Or the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about Arrested Development at the beginning of it. Okay. Um, and uh, four punches were thrown. None of them landed. Right. Before... But there well, were these actually, punches are thrown. Punches were thrown. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't even the guy who hit the home run because there was this uh, big Dominican guy who hit a bomb, four hundred fifty feet, it, and it was legit. And Nolan said something about like first one ever because he was like walking around the bases, but he didn't really care. It was the guy on second base who uh, who gave a shit and came charging uh, toward our dugout and threw two punches at Dom and Dom threw. Two punches back, and then the bench is cleared. You know, we couldn't believe he was he was coming up to our dugout. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but we, 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 I, I don't know if it's millennials. I don't know if it's baseball getting. I, it's, I don't know if it's people worried about getting suspended yeah. faster. That umpires, but we just have a baseball issue where like benches clear, bullpens clear. Guys are coming. Guys are like putting back on cleats so that they can leave the clubhouse right. who've already been taken out of the game, and then no one does anything. Nothing. Nothing it, ever. Am I wrong if I'm on one of these teams? If I'm like, I'm actually not coming, guys. <laughs> <laughs> till till I know somebody's gonna do something, guys. When I if I see a punch thrown, I'm over this dugout yeah. fence. But until then, none. I'm gonna stay here. Yeah. Now, were you gonna stay where you were uh, last Thursday, um, unless I stabbed that guy with the bottle? I mean, it, it like, <laughs> I was prepared. Here's what I was prepared to do. I was prepared to break up a potential fight. Yeah. And I was also prepared to fight. It would have been a hundred percent my fault if there was a fight. Yeah, I, I agree. There's no, question. I agree. Certainly. And I was, that's what I was prepared to step in and be like, he's actually a warrior. Sam. That, was, <laughs> that was my prepared line. Yeah. Cause no one there was a Raptors fan. Yeah. And there was a lot of people there in warriors jerseys. And I think that you guys have, you know, there's a lot of room on the bandwagon. You yes. guys have you guys have picked up every hitchhiker along the highway, and that, that has bought in a Steph Curry jersey. No problem. So many Asians yeah. that are just like, you know, chunky Asian guys with jeans and Steph Curry jerseys and glasses, mm-hmm. being like, Stephen, Stephen Curry, you yeah. are my hero, <laughs> and you're like, it's Steph, but whatever, not <laughs> whatever. a big deal. I yeah. my, my, I don't think those guys even said one word to me. Yeah, my prepared line was. He's an actual Warriors fan. Like, he's going through a tough time. He's an actual Warriors fan. Um, and then if you, if it continued, I was going to be like, well, these guys, they are kind of assholes. Yeah. Um, because they, they didn't like that you were cheering, and it's like, hey, you're at a sports bar. Like, yeah, relax. 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 Um, so I don't even remember them saying one word to me. I was essentially prepared to do the stay in the dugout, yeah. but also... Unless just, there was a stabbing. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, I got to Because I was I definitely going to crack the glass over the head move. Because nobody sees that coming in a bar. Uh, some more headlines. Dallas Keuchel has signed with the Atlanta Braves. Finally. A nice great pickup uh, pick for, for the Braves. They're now in first place in the NL East. They have Surging, right? overtaken the Phillies. Um, and you know what we said about the Braves last year, they were sort of ahead of the curve. They didn't have enough pitching. They were probably too young to be a, a, an actual contender for right. even for even a, a pennant right. last year um they're a year older they're the Phillies are the Phillies now have you know the baseball's equivalent of the Ruther curse in Bryce Harper <laughs> they won't win a playoff series um because they have Bryce Harper no right. matter what happens um so the Braves make a move and the Braves get a veteran and the Braves get pitching um, I and a and a great postseason guy with a great postseason record. Yeah, and a guy who's been there before. Let me like, just say for the record, fuck the Atlanta Braves. Sure, fuck Dallas Keuchel and his beard. I used to be a fan. Yeah, uh, f- I hate the fucking Atlanta Braves. I hope this backfires. I don't wish injury on Dallas Keuchel, but I certainly hope that you know he gets a lot of blisters. <laughs> I hope I hope he has a massive blister problem. Yeah, it, that, that that renders his fingers you know useless. <laughs> Where he's just sitting and yeah, you know, like, and everybody's like, "Well, uh, Dallas, what's the deal?" He's like, "Yeah," yeah and he just like holds up gauze-covered hands, <laughs> like he's grabbed you know a, a hot pot. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, 
and I hope it backfires, but it's I, a great move. A fantastic move. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought uh, Dallas Keuchel, like the Brewers should have looked at him. How, how could they not? I, I don't understand it. I thought Philly should look at him, you know? I think I anybody. You guys should have looked at him. Yeah. I Honestly, I think anybody that was contending yeah, should have looked close, at him. Yeah, even close. Even just like around 500. Yeah. You know? The Cubs. The the sure. Dodgers, the, why, the Cardinals. Why doesn't why, why didn't the Dodgers, the Twins, the Yankees, all those teams? Right. Uh, it's it's crazy. They ended up on the Braves, and for fifteen mil, yeah. Okay, yeah. It yeah. it is weird that the Dodgers of all the teams didn't didn't make a move. Up. Right. Um, speaking of the Dodgers, Corey Seager to the Ouch, injured that list sucks for him. That's what two is, years in a row? What's his uh, status? Hammy. So could be could be all star break. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I assume they put him on what the the ten to start. I I'm I'm just guessing. I just saw Corey Seager hits IL. Yeah, hamstring. Fuck the Dodgers. I know. I mean, you're you're a Giants guy, and I I. But look, I think the Dodgers are immensely talented. I I I'll say it again. I just think when it gets really hot. Too many whites, they're gonna crumble. Um, I would I would feel differently if they picked up some Dallas Keuchel or yeah, you know, who's the other guy who's still on? Oh, Craig Kimbrell still. Yeah, well, he signed as well. Oh, he did. Who's he signed yeah. with? He signed with God the Red Sox. No, Kimbrell signed. Why am I blanking? Didn't he sign? Yeah, he certainly signed. After Kimball signings, uh, where the why the fuck am I? Oh man, what a what a disastrous uh, moment for us. Well, the as, Dodgers didn't get him. We know right. that. The Cubs? Uh, oh, that that could. Yeah, Cubs, Cubs, right? Yeah. Okay. It was like, yeah, great yeah. move for the Cubs. Yeah. But and and that was why I wasn't surprised that the Cubs didn't get Keiko. Obviously, hard to double down on both of them. But like the Cubs making that move is all the more reason I'm like, ah, the Dodgers. Like you guys have a lot of money too. Yeah, like, you would think maybe maybe they're afraid of being too white. They didn't want to send an Amish guy. Possibly, possibly. Maybe they're listening to this podcast now. Uh, <laughs> this whole entire podcast is from the famous incident between Chase Utley. And uh, and your Ruben Tejada, Ruben Tejada, yes, uh, where he purposely injured him. Did you see Chase Hutley's comments this week? I I saw something from Andy Martino. Yeah. Okay, that's what I saw. Well, that was a uh, a ridiculous and absurd, and he will be our fuck him. <laughs> yes, a hot preview. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Chase Hutley was essentially asked if he hates the Mets, and he said, "Yes, yes, I do." <laughs> And they, and somebody said, "Do you still hate the Mets?" He said, "Yes, yes, I do." <laughs> Which I is all the proof that I need. Yeah, that he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. And he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I believe in the Chase Utley curse. I believe the Phillies are cursed from here on out, and I believe the Dodgers are cursed from here on out. So <laughs> fuck both of them. <laughs> uh, why? Why do you think? Like, what do you think it is about Chase Utley? Well, besides I mean, him being a despicable person. That he's holding on to this hate to, for a team that's never done anything to him, except be the Mets. Right. I mean, the only thing I could think of is he's played in their division forever, and um, 
you know, maybe one of the Mets fucked his wife. I don't know, but I don't. Know I hope why that's the answer. I, I don't know why you take that on the whole team, right? You know, it certainly wasn't Ruben Tejada who fucked his wife, right? Oh God, but Ruben Tejada, was. Ruben Tejada is like the baseball equivalent of the seventy eight hundred dollar hitman, yeah. hired to kill Big Poppy. <laughs> He's like <laughs> just a sweet boy, just got mixed just up got, in the racket. Yeah, he just got <laughs> he just got caught in a bad situation. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, let's take a quick look around the league, and then we have a we have a deep. Dirty, dirty slide into nice, the DMs nice. today because I put it out yesterday. The longer you give the dirt, the dirty dirt sliders, the, sliders. the dirt balls, uh, the the more great questions you get. So uh, a lot of games happening right now as it's four o'clock here on the West Coast. But the New York Yankees are leading the AL East by a half a game. They're forty-one and twenty-five, leading over the forty-one and twenty-six Tampa Bay Rays, followed by the thirty-five and thirty-four Boston. Red Sox were poised to make a move uh, with, now that, uh, on the now that the, big poppy's been the shot. bones of poppy. <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays are not feeling this, not sharing the success of their Raptor counterparts. They are mm-hmm. twenty four and forty three. They're seventeen and a half back, and the Baltimore Orioles are twenty one and forty six. Baltimore Orioles, by the way, cruising to like crush their over and under, which I think was set at like thirty seven or something like, like that. Forty, yeah. yeah. Jesus. What do you think about, I mean, have we talked about what if they did it like the Premier League, where if you lose more than, like, less than 50 games, you just get and knocked I, to the minor league? I love it. And, like, the Hartford Yard Goats become the yes, new. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The only problem with that is, like, they don't have stadiums big enough, right? No, they don't. No, but maybe the Yard Goats just move into. Into Baltimore? Into Baltimore. <laughs> It'd be cool if like yeah. another franchise just got to take become the Baltimore Orioles. Right. Right. The yard goats just become the Orioles. Chris Davis just becomes a minor leaguer. Like the exactly. whole squad just gets exactly. Uh who do you like in that uh I, I'm feeling the Yankees now, man. I I just they're just so full of like young studs. I know they don't have a ton of pitching, but Unless Boston gets back into it, I'm not sure Tampa Bay's got quite enough pitching anyway. Right. You know? Uh Stan is uh hit two home runs in a rehab start yesterday. Yeah. Um I mean, Clint Frazier and I mean, kind of forget about Aaron Hicks, what a solid player he yeah. is. Um, it, it's when's funny Didi coming back. It's I'm not sure, but it's funny because the Yankees are basically doing what everybody you know, has sort of been begging the Yankees to do it forever, which is like build like naturally yeah. and like but I, I mean, and yeah, they're giving you know Stan three hundred ninety-five million dollars, sure. and Judge is still, but Judge is hurt as well. Um, they, I, I feel like they've got to be a buyer at the Certainly. at the trading deadline. You're the New York Yankees. I hate to say it. I hope all of your guys. I don't wish injury on them, but I do wish guys to stay injured. Is that wrong? Can I just say like I hope your bit. injury doesn't get better. Doesn't get better. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't want you to get hurt. I just I don't want you to get, get better. Sepsis. Yeah, I yeah. want you to get better. <laughs> I want you to stay exactly how you are, Aaron Judge. I'm not wishing bad on you. I'm wishing the same on you. <laughs> um, Boston five and five in their last ten. Uh, they're they're on a one game win streak. So essentially not so far affected by Big Poppy. Yeah, it hasn't although quite they are, worked yet. Or they are thirty five and thirty four. So that one win put them over five hundred. This yeah. could be the way spark. to go, John Henry. Yeah, he's like, I'm coming for you guys. <laughs> what if you had to bet like 
how great would the odds have to be for you to put five American dollars on Big Poppy having an at bat with the Boston Red Sox this year? Oh, well, now that I know that they've tried to assassinate him, yeah, and they probably feel bad, yeah, because he didn't get the job done. Five thousand to one. Would you put five on it? I put. I actually I put, here's a better question. I put a thousand. How, how thousand much? To one. How much would you? Uh, how high would the odds have to be for you to put a hundred bucks on it? Probably like a thousand to one. Probably the same thing. Doesn't really. Matter. I think the odds are going to be way higher than that. Yeah. I think we got to get that on the book. We got to. Yeah. We got to hit a book. <laughs> I think there's. I think there's better than a thousand to one chance. Like I think there's. Really? I think it's closer to like. Two hundred to one. You, they're gonna have to take out organs for him to survive. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just, he's always just been a DH. It's, it's if true. they, they if, if, if they played contract? the rest of this season out two hundred times, you don't think Big Poppy in in two hundred variations of the world, you don't think <laughs> in one of those alternate realities, Poppy yeah. gets an at bat? Oh, it's certainly in the alternate reality, right? In the multiverse, for yeah. sure. In the sure. two hundred multiverses, yeah, for sure. That's how you. Work out odds, right? right? I guess so. Yeah. Do they do odds by the multiverse? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know that. Learn something new every day. Um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, thousand to one, five hundred to one. I think we got to we yeah. got to guys. If you're on the various betting sites, which I'm sure you are, put that prop know, bet let out us there. Know if anybody has a David Ortiz takes an at bat this year prop, <laughs> we're in. Uh, the Minnesota Twins, my Minnesota Twins, still doing it. Eleven games up, dude. Forty-five and twenty-two. They are six and four in their last ten. They're the only team in the AL Central with a positive run differential, and that is a plus one fifteen run differential. The Cleveland Indians are also six and four in their last ten. So they're basically pacing the Minnesota Twins. They got Lindor back, but the Twins are eleven games up right now. Yeah, this is the Twins division. To lose. To lose. Right now. And I don't think they do it. I don't think they lose it. Everybody else in the division is under 500. Um, KC is just as bad as the Baltimore or- Orioles. Yes. Two teams contracted. Yep. Um, Cleveland is currently two games out of a wild card. Preview, spoiler, uh, Boston is two games out of a wild card. Oakland is two games out of a wild card. Wow. Texas and the Tampa Bay Rays are the current wild cards Texas in the American League. Texas is hanging in there yeah. with, with Hunter Pence still yeah. alive. Yeah. You that, see his uh, that, inside the park home run? Does that get you a little bit? Is it sad for you no, to watch I'm, Hunter I'm Pence? happy for Hunter. You root man. for Hunter? Yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's doing something. The Houston Astros are 46-23 and 23 leading the AL West. Injury riddled. But still seven and three in their last ten with a plus ninety six run differential, and they're nine games up on Texas now. Texas, like I said, currently holding a playoff spot, right behind Texas. Oakland is two games back in of Texas, eleven games back right. of of the Astros. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, you know, mired in Anaheim, twelve and a half games back, mired but only in being teammates with Matt Harvey. Yeah, and only the Matt Harvey curse. Only three and a half games out of the wild card, though. And then, of course, Seattle Mariners started off so hot. 29 oh, and 43. So bad. Four and six. They're, they're down to a minus 69 run differential. <laughs> Houston, uh, my World Series winning winner pick. Uh, I like it because just decimated by injuries, still 
Nine games up on Texas, still that, winning more games than they're losing. They keep bringing up dudes yeah. who are great. Their new center fielder is better center fielder than George Springer. I think they moved him over to right. Yeah. Um, the white kid with the hair. He's dope. That uh, that little, I want to call him Tony Campbell, but yeah. I know he's not a former shooting guard of the Los Angeles Lakers, but he's just a little black dude, a little second baseman. His name is Tony. It is Tony something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's filling in nicely. And, I mean, Correa's out for how long? Six weeks? Yeah. Altuve's out. Bregman, still doing it. And there's there's the power hitter that they brought up. Uh, the guy who was wearing forty four, and we got we actually got a uh, we got a slide about him. We got a, we got a slide in the mentions, which I will find uh, when we get there. But uh, they just keep bringing up they just keep bringing up full on studs dudes. and studs. Uh, sorry, Jordan Alvarez. Okay, yeah, I saw him hit the other night. Just hitting fucking bombs. bombs. Yes. Amazing. Uh, if gun to your head, Astros or the field in the AL West right now, or sorry, in the AL in the for the AL representative in the World Series, Astros or the field? I think I take the Astros because the only other teams that really might scare me would be the Yankees, who played them tough last year, last couple years at least, and. Red Sox, if they get their shit together, or maybe the Twins, but that's only three teams. So I think I take the Astros. The LA Dodgers, as we have spoken about, are nine and a half games up on the Colorado Rockies. Hey, it, Colorado! They're coming on, but the Dodgers are six and four in their last ten. The Rockies are five and five. The uh, Rockies only have a plus eight run differential. They haven't hit the way, like, they haven't been doing the cores thing, which is right. what everybody just expects them and needs them to do. Yeah. Um, but when it gets hotter, I think they'll those bats will come alive. Speaking of bats who've never come al- alive, I read something, and this is the only San Francisco Giants thing I'll mention, but the Giants have the lowest exit velocity of their hits. They no, hit the baseball? ball the softest of all teams in baseball and it's not close is that just like uh <laughs> cloudy san francisco no i don't think so just, no, i don't think so. i don't think that this problem with barry bonds was there it's just whiteness it's just fucking they're white and tired and they just can't swing the bats hard enough <laughs> it, it it was such a weird like they did they did make some weird moves the last couple of years when it was like we're rebuilding, but we're also signing the like, shitty vets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Giants move. Yeah. That's like... Like the Evan, Evan Longoria move was so weird. Even if you thought he was going to be Evan Longoria, you're yeah. like, how... Like, you're like, peak Evan Longoria right now doesn't help you that much. It really doesn't. It was like the Aaron Rowan Andrew move. McCutcheon. Yeah. A busted Aaron, uh, Andrew McCutcheon. He's now out for the season, I think. Yeah. No, it's just like the Giants would always sign like cheap, kind of shitty veterans on their way down. And a classic Mets move too. Yeah. Uh, the Rockies are thirty-five and thirty-two, nine and a half games back. The Arizona Diamondbacks are thirty-six and thirty-three, also nine and a half games back. Our San Diego Padres have fallen off drastically. They're three and seven in their last ten. They've lost but four still straight. Not, dead not yet. out of it. No. Yeah. 
They're 12 games back. Yeah. Uh, El Nino has returned from uh, his, oh, his rehab stint. Okay, good. So Tatis Jr. is back. Uh, I love this Padres team. I just don't love them right now. I just hope that they, like, it'll be, I mean, it'll be fun to root for them to be a 500 baseball team. Sure. Like, but that's the goal. They could solve everything if they just bring back the, the Brown. Dude, and mean, then like, your Giants are 28 and 38, and they're 16 games back. Not as terrible as the Baltimore Orioles. No. And that's something to be proud Bad of. Bad year for orange teams, though. Yeah. And the Marlins have a hint of orange, too. Yeah. They are awful. Awful as well. The NL Central is has been exciting the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Cubs were thriving for a while and are also 7-3 and three in their last 10, as are the Milwaukee Here comes the Brewers. Brew crew. Brewers are a half game up on the Cubs now, uh, followed by... My NL pick, the St. Louis Cardinals, five games back. Andy Ruther's well. uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Reds, a mere eight games back at 30 and 36. And uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, 30 and 38, nine games back. Pittsburgh just can't get right. Everybody in the NL Central, except for the Pirates, have a positive run differential, including the Cincinnati Reds, who have scored 37 more runs than they've given up, even though they're six games under 500. Well, we knew they were going to score runs. And they've pitched this year. They have. They've they've pitched the ball. Well, uh, are they just are they just frying pan gloves? They have given up. Uh, are they shitty on defense? They have given up the fewest amount of runs in the NL. Wow, two hundred and forty-four. They're pitching. Well, fuck! I was completely wrong about this team. They've given up the Durker Declund. They've given up What's the least name? amount of runs in all of baseball besides the Tampa Bay Rays. What's what's the guy's name who's pimping home runs for Cincinnati? Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich. <laughs> <laughs> I love Derek Dietrich. But the Reds are a five hundred ball Derek club Dietrich. at home and they are six games under on the road. Um Milwaukee and Chicago. Does it come down to those two? And do, I guess and, so. I mean, I was kind of... And do of, both of them make the playoffs? Um, I think so. Right now, I think so. I mean, I was really looking for more from St. Louis this year, and they just can't does, they just can't seem to get right. Let's cross off some teams. Uh, well, let's go, to the, let's go to the NL East. Yeah. We'll talk about the NL East, and then let's cross off some teams um, from playoff contention. Uh, the NL East... The ATL, baby. Is now one and a half games up on Philadelphia. They are eight and two in their last ten. They have won seven straight ball games. Now, much unlike the uh NL West, every team except for the Philly and the Atlanta Braves with negative run differentials in the NL West. Sorry, in the NL uh East. Atlanta, a, a game and a half up on Philadelphia, six games up on my Mets, who are thirty three and thirty four. Eight games up on the 31 and 36 Washington Nationals and 24 and 42 up on and 20 and 14 on and a half Derek games up on Jeter's Miami Derek Marlins. Jeter's 24 and 42 Miami Marlins, uh, who are just bad and should move to Portland. Should, uh, definitely or, honestly move, team. move Miami and Tampa Bay to Portland, both of them. Give them both to fucking new, new cities. How about just contract Miami, KC, um, don't contract Baltimore, but just replace everybody on the team with the yard goats. 
So let's do some cross-offs around the league, and yeah. then we'll go to into our DMs. Cool. Um, let's start with the AL. Baltimore, not making the playoffs. Gone. Kansas City, not Gone. making the playoffs. Toronto, not making the playoffs. Detroit and Seattle, yeah. not making the playoffs. White Sox, sorry. Is that where you draw the line? Or are you uh, confident crossing off the, the LA Angels right now? Yes. You're confident? With the Angels? Yeah. Yes. With 100% certainty, they yes. do not make the playoffs. Yes. Okay, I'm not drawing the I'm drawing the line between the White Sox and the Angels, even though they're both three and a half games back. I know they have a very similar record, but I don't believe in either of those teams. I don't you know? believe in the Angels. No. And I, I don't believe, believe in, in Texas Trout. either. I believe in Mike Trout. I believe in Mike Trout, but are you, Trout never are you, goes to the playoffs. So you're not willing to cross off Oakland. They're only two games back. No. From no, a wild not. card spot. Boston, Cleveland, Texas. I'm willing to uh, we, we cross off Texas. You're willing to cross off. To, you're you're saying 100% certainty Texas does not make the playoffs. i you right now. And what about Tampa Bay? Uh, I'm I'm not crossing them off. Okay. Yeah. The, I like this. This is yeah. <laughs> Andy Laz has crossed off a current playoff team in the Texas Rangers from making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Miami Marlins, we're crossing them off, right? Yep. Uh, San, you're San Francisco Giants? Certainly. Pittsburgh Pirates. Yep. See ya. Uh, Andy's. Cincinnati Sorry, Reds. Ruther. They're not going to make it. Washington Nationals. Yeah, I'm going to cross them off. San Diego Padres. Yes, I'm going to cross them off. My New York Mets. I'm not going to cross them off yet. Because they. Uh, because Pete Alonso, DeGrom, and Thor. I still feel. And they are the Mets, although they hate spending money. You got to think that they're buyers, right? I think that they're, they're buyers, and if if they can get their shit together, they can get their shit together. They're nineteen and eleven at home, and fourteen and twenty three on the road. Yeah. They do have a terrible stretch coming up of Phillies, Braves, just a bunch of division like games. Two, two Braves, a Phillies, and a Cubs. Yeah, um, but, I mean they're definitely teetering, dude. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but. You know, and when I look at that, I'm like, "Ugh, this could be bad." Yeah. But at the same time, it could be good, right? right. You beat a bunch of those teams, yeah. so I'm not willing to cross them off. I'm doing the cross off. Yeah. Are you crossing off Philly? Uh, I'm not crossing them off from making the playoffs. Yeah. I can cross them off from winning a sure uh, thing, but I'm I'm also crossing off between San Diego and the Mets. I'm not crossing off St. Louis. I am crossing off Arizona. Oh yeah, I'm Arizona's not Arizona. making it. I'm Colorado, I'm not crossing off. Philadelphia, I'm not crossing off. And Chicago, I'm not crossing off. Are you crossing off St. Louis? No, me either. And Just now because that was my pick. We dirty slide into the DMs. Let's do it. Let's go back to let's start with the let's start with the DMs because the DMs are always strong. Um, yeah, we already talked about Chase Utley hating the Mets. Uh, out of the rookies this year, who is the most overall dude? Who is the most likely to win Rookie of the Year in the NL and the AL? Well, I think Pete Alonso is certainly uh, leading for the NL right now. Sure. Um, the kid with the Braves is awesome, too. Riley? I can't remember his first name, but uh, has a very, like, very Troy Gloss kind of feel to him. Just a big old third baseman that they're sticking in left field just drops bombs um um and then the al the guy that is is vlad jr for me 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean who I, else? Is I, I'm going. Done I'm, cer- it. I'm certainly going with. There's probably some Tampa Bay guys that we're. I'm certainly missing. going with most dude. Um. In the AL and the NL, I'm going Vlad Jr. and Pete Alonso. Yeah. For most dude. Yes. Uh, I agree with that. Pete Alonso is running away with the NL MVP. Got, or sorry, the NL. I mean, maybe the like, NL MVP. The he's NL. Got like 24 bombs already. Yeah, he's running away with the NL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Paddock for the Padres has been ridiculous. They just sent him down, though. They sent him down. That's weird. I think that's very weird. Maybe they sent him down to go get all the brown uniforms from the single A team, and they're gonna bring him back up. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> Need you go on a little uh, brown run. Um, the the leading uh, the ninety. So Brandon Lowe of the Rays, second baseman, leads all American League rookies in hits, runs, home runs, and RBI while batting twenty two eighty five, three thirty six, five thirty three. Yeah, forgetting that guy. He's done that while playing a well above average second base for a team in the hunt for a playoff berth. You say Kikuchi, the left-handed pitcher for the Mariners, is listed as the second on uh, Baseball America's uh, rookie of the rookie year, list. Rookie of the year watch hasn't dominated, but he's been steady three sixty four over ten starts. Uh, Mike Michael Chavez, second baseman for the Red Sox, shot of adrenaline for the Red Sox two ninety six, four oh six, five eighty. All ranked first among AL rookies with at least, at least 20 games played, and his seven home runs and 20 RBI, 21 RBIs ranked second. So, um, sounds like Brandon Lowe is making a strong case yeah. for uh, rookie of the year. But as far as dudes go, Vlad, it's got to be you got to say Vlad has the most dude potential. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, in the NL, Chris Paddock, Pete Alonso, Alex Verdugo. Uh, Outfielder for the Dodgers. Um, I will say I really like watching Alex Verdugo hit. Yeah. I like watching Paddock pitch as well, but I'm going with Pete Alonso for rookie of the year and biggest dude. And I know I'm biased. Fernando Tatis Jr. has a lot of dude qualities. Yeah, but he hasn't he's just been hurt. Pete Alonso basically only hits homers from the seventh inning on in close games. <laughs> Yeah. Which I don't know if you know anything about dudes. <laughs> Those are dude moves. That's a dude quality. Yeah. Uh, so that was from our boy Jacob Bradley at J Bradley ninety seven. All right. Uh, when will the Angels figure it out? This one from Weave at Bob and Weave. Will when will the Angels figure it out? Seven years with Trout, no postseason to show for it, or any national coverage for him living in Indiana. You never see him on TV. And I would hate for some of the people around here not to see the magic. Fuck dusty Baker for allowing the 2012 giants to happen. Wait, how did dusty Baker allow the 2012 giants to happen? (laughs) That's very interesting. Does he mean the 2002 giants to happen? Because the the 2002 giants against the the angels. Yeah. The angels. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means, but definitely write us back. um, Bob and weave. And, (laughs) And explain that. When would the Angels figure it out with the Trout? They won't. Ever? Nope. No, they won't. Big-ish market, right? Big-ish like, market. I don't know how that works. I, I, They don't have any pitching. Um, They sign... I mean, Otani's great. Um, But even that their, uh, their stud last year is really a number two or number three on a really good staff. Um... All the people they sign, 
Matt just, Harvey. Yeah, don't don't get it done. It's too bad because I mean, with Andrelton Simmons and Mike Trout, you basically have sick up the middle defense. You know. Yeah. Is who's their catcher this year? Lacroix. Is it? Somebody. It's somebody just that just makes you go meh. Yeah. You know, it's just there's too much meh with the Angels. Cole Do they Calhoun. contend at any point in Mike Trout's career? I mean, they might, but they have to, right? They, they could. We got ten fucking years or whatever. Yeah. To once it they out trade now. Mike Trout for all of the prospects yeah. ever, then they'll contend. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to happen with Trout. Yeah. It's 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 a kind of a shame. The a the shame. Angels should be. They should get somebody smart in there and be like, "Hey, you've got Mike Trout. That's a pretty good start." Yeah. We, you know, we've given you a head start as a GM. Build um, around him. We're paying him five hundred million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Go build around him. Yeah. I'm happy to take the job. I mean, I think we could. I think we could be a two headed monster. Yeah, I mean, we probably could. We've we've sort of given our allegiance. I think as, they're gonna hate hate me when I'm like, we got to trade Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wouldn't. I would. I I think you can build around Mike Trout. I uh, yeah, you can. But all the fucking you need a. You need a yeah, all the you Disney either, money down there, right? You need to either to make way better signings, you know, not sign names, sign like. Does a new stadium rejuvenate the Angels? I don't know. I don't know because there's always going to be that, that. I mean, when you go into Angel Stadium, there's just that kind of malaise in there. So I'm saying, does a new stadium change that? No, I don't think it. I don't think it does. Move it off of the freeway there. Yeah, maybe it does. I don't put know. Put it inside one of the amusement parks. Yeah, put make it, it in make Epcot it, Center. Make it let you buy, like, you just buy an additional pass to, like, California Excursion. Right, and then you get, you know, you five to go to Angels free, Angels, free yeah. Angels games. Something. Something could be done. Put it inside the ballpark. Hire uh, me and Joe. Rebby Grill. We'll trade Mike Trout for you. Our boy, Rebby Grill, Cardinals fan, um, wants to talk about the thing we've already addressed. The San Diego Padres wanted to limit the innings for rookie pitching sensation Chris Paddock, option him to the minors. This needs to be addressed. How do you feel about this move? Uh, I don't feel good about it. Um, no, this it, this is just reeks of the Strasburg thing. To yeah, me. you know how's that worked out? Not not great. Well, not great for the Nationals, right? right. Strasburg has had injuries. Strasburg's fine and pitching well now but yeah. like how has that worked out for the nationals it it hasn't they how long hologram fans how long until strasburg as a power pitcher like how many more years do you think strasburg can be dominant two or three at the most i'm gonna say four or five but still even that like they're not four or five years away from being a whole different ball club right right no. i, I and I've said it again. I say it every time because, you know. I would rather take over the San Diego Padres than the Angels. Yeah. You know? There's this 100 pitch. Why 100? Because it's 100? Because it's like a. I think it's because it's 100. So fucking stupid. I think it's just one of those things. It becomes a thing once somebody does it. You know? Once somebody is like, oh, we're limiting our pitchers to 100 pitches and then we win the World Series. And then everybody does it. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out for you. But the World Series winner last year is the Boston Red Sox, mm -hmm. who let Evaldi throw every game of their playoff run. Absolutely. The World Series winner before that was the Houston Astros, who let Justin Verlander 
pitch as dudes. many pitches as he wanted. It's hard to develop dudes on a pitch count. Uh, exactly. So Nolan Ryder wants through 235 pitches in a game. When you want to win World Series, you need dudes. He pitched till he was 50. Yeah. You also need to teach. I think the most important thing for the development of a guy like Paddock, of a guy like DeGrom, of a guy like Syndergaard, of a guy like, you know, any of these young Strasburg, any of these young fireballers is like, we, you know how to throw and you're a badass. We need to teach you to be a dude. Yeah. And the first thing with that is like, know when you need to come out. Know when, like, Max Scherzer at this point just gets to decide when he goes. And comes from games. Yep. And he has the respect to do it. Yep. And it's and he's always right. Yep. But Syndergaard's like, I'm cruising. Don't take me out. And they're like, oh, you're coming out. Well, you need to get one more out. And he's like, you're stupid. What makes you think me at 70% of my best isn't better than the fucking first guy out of your bullpen? Jerry yeah. Blevins. Yeah. Yeah, right? No longer a Met, but, but Whatever. may as well be. Somebody like that. Um. This from Nick at Things Nick Likes. John Lester, Hall of Fame. Uh, my my initial my reaction is no. is no. Yeah. But how close is he to 200 wins? Is that enough now? We're getting 200 wins? Um, yeah. I mean, I, think, I don't think you're going to see any 300-win guys anymore. And like, he has 100, He's 182 and 102. He has a career 3.5 ERA. How many Cy Youngs? Does he have a bunch of Cy Youngs? We're going to go to his Wikipedia. He has 2,252 strikeouts. He is a three-time World Series champion. He's a five-time All-Star. He has no Cy Youngs. Mm -hmm. He has an NLCS MVP. He was the NL wins leader in 2018. He pitched in one single no-hitter on May 9th, May 19th, 2008. He was a Red Sox for 12 years, a Oakland Athletic for one year, and a Chicago Cubs since 2015. I think he's one of those guys who has to build up a ton of stats. You have to have a Cy Young to be in the Hall of Fame unless you win how many games? 300 games. <laughs> Not 200, that's for no, sure. No, no. I think 200, you can start talking about it depending on You're in the hall, what kind you, of dude Can it you is. be in the Hall of Fame without ever being Verlander's, the best pitcher in one of the baseball leagues? I don't think so. I don't think so. But, I mean, if he's, like, consistently top three in Cy Young or top five, then I think you can consider it. Like, I don't think – I don't know how many wins Verlander has, but right. I don't think he's going to get to 300. But to me, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Cy Young and an MVP. Yeah. You know? And a World Series dominator. And, you know. And he fucks Kate Upton. Yeah. And he, he put a baby in her. Yeah. Respect. He's 213 wins and 125 losses. He has a 3.35 earned run average. He has 2,831 strikeouts. Right, he's almost a 3,000. He's a seven-time All-Star. He's a World Series champ. AL MVP. AL Cy Young. Pitching Triple Crown in 2011. Rookie of the Year in 2006. Yeah. ALCS MVP. Two-time MLB wins leader, AL ERA leader, five-time AL strikeout leader, two-time no no hitters pitched. So he's so much clearly more of a Hall of Famer than, Hall John, of Famer Lester. than John Lester. Yes. So I would say maybe, but not before John Lester, or not before Justin Verlander, certainly not before Barry Bonds. But that Tw may never happen. Ben Novak at Ben underscore at B underscore Novak ten Twins fan here. 
Yeah, uh, buddy. Still think it was a miss. They lowballed Kimbrel with only two years. The lineup is unreal, but they still have still need two bullpen guys and another starter to contend for a World Series. Could have had Kimbrel without giving up anything except cash, cheap ownership thoughts. A hundred percent cheap yeah. ownership. Welcome to Minnesota. Yeah, and welcome to like the majority of baseball these days where yeah. everybody is playing the game of Who not enough people are watching. The least. Yeah. Yeah. Who can pay the least? Collusion with free agents. Yeah. You're never you you haven't signed a big free agent in forever because Mauer fucked you guys. Yeah. Um, by just being Joe Mauer, like you fucked yourselves by being like being like, oh, we love Joe Mauer. He's so white and he's so fucking he's so from St. Paul. He's so, yeah, he's <laughs> just so Minnesota that we have to have him forever. <laughs> and now you're like, well, you got him forever, and now you can't have nice things like Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Bowers at Ryan Bowers twenty four. Question: As a Braves fan, it's fun to see the young guys play and stay up in the majors. Which has more pressure to perform Austin to Riley. keep their spot in the lineup? A hot hitting position player like Austin Riley, or a nice starting pitcher prospect like Mike Soroka? Um, you, it's. I think it's Austin Riley. It's always going to be tougher to stay in your lineup spot in, yeah. with a bunch of young dudes on your team. Soroka. Could they need Soroka? Yeah, could come back down to earth. Yeah, but you, he's still going to be in the in the rotation. Yeah, he's still going to be in the yeah. rotation. Let him, you know. You have I mean? a bunch of studs in that lineup. You know. Yes. So yeah, it's Austin Riley, for sure. I agree. And now we go. That was the DMs. We now go to the mentions. We're gonna fly through the mentions because we're pushing an hour here. And Laz, you got to get home. So we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll smash through these here. Um, well, first of all, have we talked about the Nets thing since it happened? Because there was another, more more netting incidents and arguments about oh, the uh, net. Yeah, um, uh, Almora yeah. almost killed somebody. Yeah, and he was sad about that. He was sad about it. He cried. Yeah. Um, is it too crazy to say, like... like I don't know if you saw, but I tweeted it from Dirty Slides that an ump got hit with a foul ball, and then I was like, "Do we net them?" <laughs> and that that caused a lot of mayhem. But I say put nets around the umps because you can't ruin their fucking vision anymore. Yeah, at least put a net around Angel Hernandez. Sorry, I got to get through all of the chase. We already talked Chase Utley. I will say at Sir Ray Love Ray Raimdo Chase Utley over here looking like Ellen DeGeneres banged Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Not a question, just a comment, and a strong one. Yes, very strong. Like it. Um, Bo shared this with us. June 12th, 1977. This is uh, yesterday, 30, 42 years ago. God, the 70s are 40 years ago now. Jesus Christ. Brewers and Royals both had to wear Brewers uniform game in Milwaukee. The Royals had uniforms, gloves, shoes, and jackets stolen prior to a game. Royals wore Brewers road uniforms. Brewers, Jerry Augustine threw a seven-hit, four-nothing shutout. So there was a game 42 years ago where the Brewers played the Brewers. Milwaukee's low-key fucking trash. And there's dude. a picture of that. They yeah, st- yeah. <laughs> Who stole all the jerseys? Gloves and shoes. Gloves and shoes. <laughs> I just took all your shoes and glasses. <laughs> the jerky boys. <laughs> uh, this one from Cal Gerber speaking in Milwaukee. Uh, is it possible Christian Yelich is actually Barry Bonds reincarnated? Love Christian Yelich, but that's a shameful... Yeah, n- no, because first of all, Christian Yelich is, as far as I can tell, isn't a horrible human being. Yeah. 
you know, for one. Seems so. like a great guy. Seems like an awesome dude. I feel like uh like. I feel like Christian Yelich is a uh queer eye for the straight guy away <laughs> from being like baseball's most marketable player. Seriously. They're like, guy, get a haircut. Yeah. Why do you look like you're fucking 12? <laughs> You've been playing summer ball the whole summer and your parents forgot to give you a haircut because you were wearing a hat all day. <laughs> like, he the other day he was running, he dive, he dove for a ball and his hat came off. And, and he's just mop. Yeah, he's just like moppy. Like, like he just like seems like such a schlubby. Yeah, except like he's, he's just, just a stud athlete. Yeah, but like we need to... I feel like he... He doesn't have to go full Matt Harvey. He is a dude. Yeah. We just need... Yeah. You know what he needs? He needs Matt Harvey. <laughs> he needs a little Matt Harvey. The the <laughs> Brewers should sign Matt Harvey just to dude out Yelich. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they could use another pitcher. Yeah. Even Matt... Uh, even of Matt <laughs> even, Harvey's Even a Matt quality. Harvey. Yeah. The Brewers need Matt Harvey to big brother Christian Yelich <laughs> might be the title of the show. Yeah, exactly. How much do you weigh stats versus the eye test when evaluating a player? I'd say... I'd say... Uh, I'd say I'm more like sixty one forty nine. The eye test. I think you know? st- I think stats are great, but stats can be misleading. Yeah. And the question when 61, I'm sixty one thirty nine when I'm when I'm evaluating a player is like their long term potential. Like I don't need to evaluate a guy that's been in the league seven years if he's been putting up stats. But in terms of like stats versus the eye test early on. Yeah, I'm going like mainly eye test. Yeah, I'm I'm probably closer to like fifty five forty five. Yeah, but still, yeah, because you really look at like his swing path, how his approach, like how the ball jumps off the bat, all that stuff. Rather I, than I certainly in the, in a in a guy's like first season, mm-hmm. the eye test is so important because yeah. everybody loves to tell me like how this guy's fucking dominating, and yeah. I'm like, oh guys, I don't know if you've heard, but. Not the first time a rookie pitcher has dominated. Yeah, when nobody's seen him before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I watch Paddock. I'm like, Paddock's pretty good. Paddock's stats are up there. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Paddock's going to be a dude. But then I'm also like, I would like to see him, like, post-All-Star break. And the San Diego Padres are like, send him to the minors! Right, 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 right. So right. I'm also like, hmm, what do they know? What do they know that I don't know? Um, We'll come back to this one from Benangi. We'll wrap up on that one. Remind me that we Benangi. have a... Remind me that we have a uh, Benangi uh, one to close up on. Buddy and I were debating the most complete dude lineup we've ever seen. He said the 04 Red Sox. He is wrong, though, because the 95 Indians existed. Please tell my friend he's wrong. So let's let's do this. I, you know, let's do this for lineups that we remember that we were alive to. Sure. Um, no, like twenty seven Yankee Bulls. I'm certainly taking the ninety five Indians over that over 04 the oh four Red Sox. Yeah, with Bill Miller and fucking <laughs> Kevin. What's his name? Yeah, fucking guy on. We had Albert Bell Sox. hitting fifty bombs. We had Jim Tomey. Uh, we had a young Jim. Jim Tomey was so young he was playing third base. Yeah, we had a young Manny, Bayerga. Bayerga. Uh, wait, was uh, Alomar on that team? No, uh, Viscal was on that team. Viscal. Yeah. Also, a dude who's playing. Who's playing? Oh, Kenny Lofton. Yeah, dude, a dude. Sandy Almar Jr. A dude. Yes. Um, who's their first baseman? Uh, there was like uh, Eddie Murray was their first baseman in '95. Yeah. No, but no. we've ever seen. We're we're talking a lifetime. 
I yeah, I, like I, I can't. I, I, I can't get to watch the Big, Big Red, Red Machine. Machine because I wasn't really alive to see that. Like I was. Born also, there. I'm sorry. Those were nice lineups, but if you put uh, on one side of the baselines, Albert Bell, Eddie Murray, a young Jim Tomey, and Manny Ramirez, Sandy Alomar Jr., uh, Omar Vizquel on the other side, Johnny Bench, and fucking Tony Perez, I'm be like, uh. Those guys are the Duder side. I'm taking the that 95 minutes. Now, a low-key, my low-key uh, argument against that young Seattle team, 94 Seattle. With the one with A-Rod? Yeah, A-Rod, Griffey, Griffey. Tino Martinez, Edgar Buner. Martinez, Edgar, Paul Sorrento. 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 Okay, Sorrento. Cora. Was on the Indians, too, but maybe 97. Yeah, later. Joey Cora, or Alex Cora, was it Joey? Joey Cora. It was Joey. I mean, anytime you got Edgar, uh, Griffey, A Rod, and Buner, I mean, A Rod, filthy. Of all the players that we've named, A Rod's put up the best stats of all of them. Yep, by far. Yep, Griffey. Like if you uh, that like let's take Ruther's Reds team and that Red Sox team and that Indians team. And the Mariners team are the two biggest dudes, A Rod and Griffey Jr. of all of those teams, or Manny. But yeah, probably. Pro- I mean, like Manny's stats might be better than Junior's uh, lifetime because Junior got hurt. Yeah, but but we're talking from a dude standpoint. From a dude standpoint, Junior was arguably better than A Rod. At his peak. Junior was the best player that I had seen at his peak. Even more than Barry Bonds. Just because he could, he had a howitzer. That would have been, what, the 95? I think the 95 Seattle Mariners. Mariners? Yeah. Let's go with the 95 Mariners statistics. Here we go. They were 79 and 66. But again, this, we're now we're looking at them. You know, you got to look at them. As a young team as well. Yep. Dan Wilson. Oh, could not hit, but great catcher. Yeah. That year hit 278 with 51 RBI and nine, nine home runs. Right. Tino Martinez, Joey Cora, Luis Soho, Mike Blowers, Vince Coleman, Ken Griffey Jr., Buner, Edgar Martinez, and Alex Rodriguez was obviously on the team and had. So that was a, he, that was the year A Rod had 149 plate appearances. So it would have been the so 90, he, they 96. Br- they brought him up. Late in that year yeah. to to make a playoff run. Yeah, right. So ninety six was the year that he probably went. Dan Wilson. Days. This is one. Dan Wilson, Paul Sorrento, Cora, Alex Rodriguez, Russ Davis, Rich Amaral, Buner, Griffey, Edgar, Luis right. Soho, the first guy off the bench. So right, Raul. Ibanez played is, left field as your as your he was he was on the roster yeah didn't play a lot Mark Rit- Witten on the roster hard hitting Mark Witten pitchers is where it's kind of a fucking shit show well, they, did they have Randy Johnson then yes yeah and that was about it Randy Johnson Norm Charlton Norm Bob Malacky oh wow yeah okay ninety five Indians yeah. I mean, I'm going the 95 I Indians, think the 95 over, Indians just over that 04 Red Sox. Yeah, for sure. That 04 Red Sox team was a scrappier team than like 
a dom more of a scrappier team than a dominant team. Sandy Alomar played, I believe, got hurt. Tony Pena, Paul Sorrento, Carlos Baerga, Omar Vizquel, Jim Tomei, Albert Bell, Kenny Lofton, Manny Ramirez, Eddie Murray. Yeah. That is your most dude lineup yeah. of all time. Yeah. How about Paul Sorrento? Dave being- Winfield, Alvaro Espinosa, Sandy Alomar, um, Billy Ripken on the team. Do you know uh, David Bell on the team? Speaking of Dave Winfield, Dave Winfield was in some dude lineups right around that day. He was on the Toronto team. He was in Minnesota, and then he was on Cleveland those last three years. Um, not Toronto when it was Toronto had Joe Carter, Ricky Henderson, Dave Winfield, Paul Molitor. That was Albert Bell had fifty too. bombs. And 126 RBI. Yeah. Manny Ramirez had 31 and 107. Manny Ramirez was 11 years old. Yep. Eddie Murray had 21 and 82. He Eddie was Murray 106. was 111 years old. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Lofton stole 54 bags. Omar Vizquel stole 29 bags, hit six bombs, and had 56 RBI. That was like before. But like all of those guys, the only guy that was like fully peaking was Bell and Bayerga. Bayerga was probably on the downside of his peak. No, yeah, but the 95 was Bayerga's peak for right. sure. But Tome sure. with 25 and 73, like Tome went on to have 500 bombs, 600. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm going with, yeah, I I agree with check our, the, our check caller. Check that like 93 uh Blue Jays team. See what that is because that was like Ricky Henderson, Fred McGriff, Kelly Gruber, Ed Sprague, but Joe Carter, Dave Winfield, Paul Molitor. Borders, Olerud, Alomar, Tony Fernandez, Ed Sprague, Ricky Henderson, Devon White, Joe Carter, Paul Molitor. Okay. It's pretty nice. It's not as it's not as great as the ninety five Indians. Pretty solid though. Yeah. Joe Carter had thirty three and one twenty one. Paul Molitor had twenty two and one hundred and eleven. A lot of guy a lot of stolen base on the team. Alomar stole fifty five. Right. Devon White stole thirty four. Molitor stole twenty two. But like when it's, we're doing that, like Ed Sprague, Paul Molitor, John Olerud, Pat Borders, yeah, we're talking not about quite there. Talking about whites, yeah, not quite there. Canadian whites, yeah, yeah. I mean, for my for my uh, lifetime, I think I'm going that Indian team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So you are correct, Andy Clifford. I mean, do you want to do the '04 Red Sox because that was even the like it's gonna be like Dustin Pedroia and Bill Miller, and, yeah. Uh, the guy on Intentional Talk, <laughs> yeah. Johnny Damon, right? No, I mean I agree Paul with you. That, that, that's why I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Doug Mankiewicz. That's why I'm not doing it in the first Doug place. Doug Manischewitz, Jason Veritek, white. Kevin Millar, white. Mark Dude. Bellhorn, white. Pokey Reese, Ooh, Bill Pokey Mueller. Reese. Manny Ramirez, Johnny David, Gabe Kapler, David Ortiz. Yeah, it's Kevin Euclid, David. Oh, Euclid. Nomar. Doug Nikavich, Trot Nixon. But didn't Nomar got traded? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Dave Roberts. Yeah, come on. Come on, man. Come, come on. on, man. Come on, man. That ain't right. Uh, Benangi followed up that with mid 90s. Mariners were pretty stacked. Agreed. Yes. Uh, Especially 96. Um, 
Uh, this one from Raimdo. Gio Urshela is batting 312. Gets hit when he needs them. Gets hits when he needs them. Plays great defense. But his walkout music is some Jesus Christian shit. Does that automatically negate his baseball performance and revoke his dude card? To me, it does. <laughs> yeah. Hard to, be- hard to be a dude and believe in the bearded cloud man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You know? I mean, I get that there's guys who do, but, like, you're coming out to, like, some latin creed or whatever like <laughs> some latin chanting with oros wide open <laughs> now if you came out to some like reptilian conspiracy shit yeah then then i consider you you know a dude uh this one from our boy steven calandrino uh dude i know he's a big fucking trumper so, yeah. dude or not a dude, Democratic presidential candidates edition. A lot of not dudes, but it would still be pretty hilarious to go over. I can't think of a dude. I can't think of a single dude. I don't mean Mayor Pete. Is it is is would need a would need a to be standing on a soapbox to mouth kiss Andy Ruther. Oh, is he little? Yeah, I think he's like four eleven. He's I'm pretty sure. Well, wasn't he like a war hero, or he was just in a war? Yeah. No, no, Beto's tall, yeah, and he's not a dude. No, he's skateboarding not. like fucking yeah. like metal skateboarding head. in Texas. Honestly, yeah. the only dude might be what's her name, the fucking chick, Kamala Harris, Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. Who? What's that? Was she on Rogan? Yeah, I think she might be the only. Dude. I don't know Tulsi. Hawaiian, okay. war like actual like vet, but yeah. now also, but now also like anti-war. Yeah. I'm going Tulsi with the only dude. I mean, All right. Bernie Walt, Ruther Sanders, not a dude. No. I mean, Biden. Not a dude. No, he's. Biden's he, putting out like tweets about best friend bracelets for Barack Obama. Like, yeah. And he's also like rubbing himself up on everybody, which is I'm weird. Going, I'm going with the only. Not a dude move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dudes don't need to fucking sexually assault people. That's like, yeah, that's yeah. almost dude rule number one. That, that's anti dude. That's the number one, like, don't hit a woman. And Matthew Zerks, baby dude Warren wants to know the USA women's team getting shamed for playing hard. Oh, we already talked about this on the series. Fuck that. For playing hard and winning 13 nothing against Thailand. Have you ever been faced with the type of criticism when boat racing a team? I say run up the score. What? Uh, Have you ever been faced with criticism, type of criticism when boat racing a team? Now, let me ask you something, Laz. At what point in a, uh, in what point in a Venice gaze, game if you're leading do you stop stealing bases and at what point in a venice gays game do you fight the other team if they don't stop stealing bases oh yeah i mean that's it's definitely come up before <laughs> it's definitely come up before um but that's you the know the exact same thing <laughs> uh yeah no no i don't think it's exactly the same thing because you know you're still trying to score you're just not st- taking extra bases right now if like the the thailand team can't stop a fucking ball from going through the the net you know you're still trying to score like what are you doing like in a soccer game if you're not trying to score you know then you're just kicking the ball around is that what they should have done seems like it maybe it shouldn't have been like the hard press you know they don't get paid nearly as much as the u.s men so maybe they're just like hey 
Well, you well, that's something that I did not. So I we talked about this, and Ruther, if you need to jump in, feel free. But <laughs> we talked about this on Dirty Sports, and something I didn't see until after was a lot of the criticism is coming from the celebrations post. Okay. Goal celebrations that they like were like on the fucking eleventh goal, they're like ripping their shirts off. And yeah, shit. exactly. That's not so cool. Yeah, and then another one the, of the conversation was a bunch of these lesbians with fucking shitty haircuts are like saying like the men you would never criticize the men for doing this, and we're not getting paid as much they as never, the men. But they never win thirteen to nothing. Right. Also, yes, also the men would absolutely get criticized for this. No. And they would. Um. The U.S. World Cup men's, the men's World Cup, regardless of what country you're from, still draws a billion more people watching yep. than if, here's a fact. Here's a fact. If the U.S. women played the Brazilian women in the World Cup finals and announced pregame that they're all playing with no tops on, it still wouldn't draw as many people <laughs> as the men's World Cup final. Can we do this? All right, I'm going to hop in. But I, I got to look into it more. I don't think that's what determines the pay. What determines the pay? I got to read. There's a big article, so I don't want to speak fully. I kind of skimmed it. The pay is determined by the U.S. And don't quote me on this because I don't know what it's technically titled. The Soccer Association. Sure. So they're the ones determining the pay. And from what I read, they have an excess of, of $150 million. So the argument could be made again. I know again the argument is still what's making them the money versus what they're spending the money on. But the argument could also be made that the men fucking suck. But do more people watch the men lose than watch the women win? I I don't know the actual logistics of the lawsuit. There is a lawsuit. They have they have been sued. Yeah, the United States, I believe, Soccer Federation. I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong. Anyway, they have been sued. I got to read. There's a big article that kind of breaks it down, which I haven't read. But I know what you're saying. And I also know that, you know, the men fucking suck. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if, and, and I don't know if the ratings, though. But my, my point to you is. And Kentucky, this, and Kentucky, University of Kentucky football sucks. And University of Kentucky women's soccer is dope. Guess what? Don't care. But hold on. But 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 I think we're talking about different things. That's we're not talking about professional sports. That's where I think it's interesting. We're not talking about the WNBA versus the NBA. We're talking about who's paying them. So right. I, I don't know. I don't have a definite answer. I'm just saying I think it's something that maybe needs to be looked into. Now I'm gonna go back to Laz on this. Laz Do you think it's possible though that the women are so good at soccer, the US women are so good at soccer because the other countries just don't let their women play soccer? No, I think it's that the I think it's that the uh US women uh, like soccer is not we're not drawing out of the US women's pool to play others like the best right, we're athletes not, we're not taking the right. best athletes aren't going like oh I'm just gonna go be a fucking WNBA player right. they make 24 grand a year right like the it's the especially think about it was that 99 is that 20 years ago that Brandy mm -hmm. Chastain did the thing mm -hmm. so in the last 20 like basically every girl on this US soccer team Saw is that. a child of that. Right. That's bigger than anything that's happened in U.S. women's sports. That's true. In ever. Ever. Yeah. And that's what they're drawing yeah. them from because no what what's a woman unless unless a woman is good enough to be a major league pitcher 
or be in the actual NBA right. or kick in the NFL, you're not what this is this is your peak. This is it. This is you have the most money potential getting a Nike sponsorship right. from running up goals against Thailand than you do of anything else. Now, let's go back yeah, to Yeah, but what's uh, Thailand ever done for me? Right. No, well, I don't give a fuck, fuck about em. Thailand by the way. I don't give yeah, a. I don't. Yeah. yeah, maybe all my clothes except made all of the gear that the U.S. women are wearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, answer me one question for you, Les. Why do you stop running bases in when you're up twenty runs in a? Oh, because it's a dick move. You know, try, not trying to show up the other team. And what's what? We also don't really steal bases. Anymore. What's your fear, though? Like, what 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 do you have to worry about? Um, you have to worry about uh somebody plunking you in the head with a fucking fastball. This is all I'm saying yeah. to these women. Yeah. Guys, do we need do we need you fucking do you need to do dance the Macarena after the thirteenth goal? Right. What if one of these tie I am not a good loser. Let me just say that for anybody that's ever thought of challenging now, me to anything. If I knew they were dancing I will the Macarena after their fucking eighth I will goal, fucking fight somebody who runs the score and up. And they me. got stabbed by the fucking the I know, but I, but, I, but I, I would, I wouldn't blame the the Thai players if they went fucking stabby on them right in the middle of the Macarena dance the, at the ninth goal when it's nine zero. The the other thing is, this is a this is an ongoing conversation that keeps happening, and half the people think it's dick, and half the people don't. So there's some part of it that people think is unsportsmanlike. So the idea that these women are saying like. How dare you say this? Well, now, half, do they the, have pe- their starters half the people in? think it. Was it the starters? You can only make three substitutions or some sort of nonsensical fucking soccer rule. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Anyway. Because if it was like the second or third line they kept scoring, then I'd be like, well, you guys are just not good at this. Uh, we you guys should stick fight. We wrap with our final question so that you can get out of here last because it's right. 4.55 from Benangi. Benangi! How do you guys see the KD injury affecting the NBA and free agency next year? Do teams abandon their pursuit? Does it get lower offers for contracts? Does KD stay with Golden State now? Do you think this means? Well, I've always maintained I thought KD would stay with Golden State. I didn't think it'd be like this. I do not think it's going to. I think the Knicks will still offer him everything they can. I think the he Lakers has a player will. option with the Warriors for thirty-one. I do also you, think the do you War- want him to pick that up. I want Kevin Durant to get all the money in the world. But now he picks that up. He probably doesn't play with you guys. That's totally true. He's just picking up the money to not play with you guys. Um, Do you think he's earned that? Yes. So you, are you, as a Warriors fan, you're fine with that? Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. And if even uh, if you guys lose tonight or in Game Seven to the Toronto Raptors, you're no longer champs. Right. You are. Katie's earned that option. It was part of his contract. Right. He can he can choose to opt in. If we lose tonight or in Game 7 and the Warriors choose to give him the five-year max, I will have no problem with it, you know? Um, so uh, Katie's earned whatever whatever he gets for sure. No problem either way. And I don't think anybody else I, will I, offer him less. And I think that's what uh, – to answer Benangi's question, I think that's how it affects it. I think he does take that option now. Yeah. It, it seems dumb not to take the most money you can possibly take to not play next year since you're probably not going to play next year. And if you have a chance to come back next year late in the year, why not come back to play to with the team. team that you've already played with and won with? Yeah, That will probably, in all likelihood, be at least a top three or four seed in the West with or without you. 
Right. You know, and maybe by the conference finals or it, should they make the NBA finals, he'd be ready to go. Or maybe know. Kevin, you know, maybe or he's maybe the kind he of guy who comes back in March. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Laz, that's our show. Where yep. can everybody see you? What can everybody see? Uh, what? Well, you can check me out on uh, on IG at Andy Lazarus, on Twitter at Andy Lazarus, and we got the eleven eleven show this Saturday night um, starring Andy Lazarus and Joe Prano, late night. Go so follow um, Andy Laz. Yeah, check Andy Lazarus on Instagram. The invite is on my Instagram page, so go check it out. And it will be on Come mine on. soon at Joe Prano on Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Twitter, uh, at Dirty Slides. Uh, you can always slide into our mentions. Always, man. And um, I'll be headlining a show in Bridgeport, Connecticut on Thursday, June 27th. Uh, all kinds of shows on my website for New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh Tahoe, the Bay Area, Ventura this weekend, yeah. Ventura Harbor Comedy Club this weekend, uh, all kinds of shows around here. But the one that's important, if you're in the Connecticut area, New England, New York, come to Bridgeport on June 27th. Uh, and we leave you on this, Andy Martino from at Martino NYC. I cover the Yankees, Mets, and MLB for the SNY Network. This is simply the title. I didn't read the article. I'll never read the article. <laughs> the title is, of his article, it's long past time for Mets fans to appreciate Chase Utley. His tweet, when it comes to Chase Utley, it's time for the Mets fans to move past hate, ugh, and toward appreciation or even gratitude? He didn't put the question mark. I did. Gratitude? Uh, At which point, I immediately said out loud as I read it, and we'll say again now, fuck Andy Martino. Fuck him!
you know I 